we don't need to add space here anymore because I have to put them deeper in the episode. But I'm still talking about it to keep people interested in what's about to happen. So this is an advertisement for advertisements? Kind of. All right, cool. Later on, there'll be an ad. That is... Stay tuned. Particularly worst. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario, and I am your host, Valio Iglesias, Punani DeFranco, Inebriana Jones, the Carlotte Heartthrob, the drug subwoofer drug pusher, uh, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Archduke, the Mode Von Luftballons, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. With me, as always, Adam Strange, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, Infidel Castro, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. <laughs> I'm ready to go. That's perhaps the worst intro voice I've ever heard from you. <laughs> that's um, my goofy. And that's, oh, I God. mean, that's similar to a thing that is goofy to be. Yeah, that is uh, goofy. But I wouldn't do a... That voice. I don't think you got to worry Legal. about them suing us. With a, they're, they're all tied up in their war with Ron DeSantis and their their wokeness campaign. Meatball Ron, part two. He's having a reset. Yeah, I don't think it's working out for no. him even now. Recently, they're getting okay. They just like there's there's one guy who's been rising in Republican politics that scares me, and it's, it's something Donald Brian Donald maybe, and he is a black Florida Republican. Okay, okay, and he like. I like when he's talking. Like when he talks, mm-hmm. like usually when a Republican talks, I'm just like, oh, fucking. You know? right. But he's, I'm like, hey, dude's making some points. And I'm like, oh, damn it. Why are you making points? But like, he, but he's also very Trumpian. But, really? But he understands how to balance it. But either way, he's still a black man. Right. And when he heard about the new laws in Florida, talking about how slaves need, he need to tell the kids that. And slaves benefited, yeah. It just came out that the work group behind all of that. Mm-hmm. There were out of like twenty people, there were two of them, and they named them in these news reports. Like two of these like black Republican Trump supporters that were like, "No, this is going in," and everybody's like, "No, that's I don't feel right. That's problematic language saying the s- slaves gained skills from their slavery." Right, and he's like, "But they did." And he's like, "Yeah, okay." Frederick Douglass learned how to read and write, and they're like, "Dude, calm down." Yes, that happened to some of them. Most of, you know, but many more of them were just thrown off of boats into the fucking ocean for misbehaving. So fuck you. You, you can't say they learned shit from slavery when but, many more of them learned to die from slavery before they learned a fucking skill. Right, but even even beyond that argument, yeah. like when you if you allow the argument that like, oh, they gained these skills. Yeah, but what to what end did it benefit them because they couldn't get paid from those skills? It's like saying, I had a sex slave in my dungeon, but yeah, I taught her how to suck a dick real good without it, complaining. Exactly. Fuck you. I taught them servitude. Right. And they used that to like not those, speak even, up too right, much. Even if they learned those skills, the benefit of those skills went to the slave owner. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, really – it's no advantage to them to have those skills. In fact, it may be a disadvantage because now they're more in demand and they're going to have to – they're going to be forced into more labor, perhaps sold to different places or loaned out to different places, you know, where they're away from their families and all the other fucking uh, – what's the opposite of a fringe benefit, a fringe detriment? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just but, – but this congressman came out and said, yeah, that's pretty problematic language. Let's just be clear. The slaves did not benefit from slavery. 
know, like, yeah. And he's like, and there's there's the argument that maybe having your descendants live here instead of Africa is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. There's no reason to even have this conversation. You know, like, dude was like straight up, like, look, just stop. So, DeSantis' staff all jumped on um, X, because it's not Twitter anymore. Right, right, right. And they were all like, hey, Donald, who wrote your speech, Kamala? Hey, look. And they all made these, like, little pictures of Kamala clapping. Wow. And we're like, did Harris write your speech? Look, 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 Harris is making your press releases now. And dude was like, and he just wrote back, like, really? Stop children. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, basically it was like, you don't want this. Yeah, it's... And also, uh, you see, so, like, that doesn't surprise me because uh, from what I saw in the news, like, DeSantis is, like, hella doubling down. But, no, on the, like, uh, teach the benefits of slavery curriculum, he's doubling down. Yeah. And he's not backing off He's like, it's true. It's proven. Some of them, you know, learn how to, like, be blacksmiths and stuff. They learn smithing. Yeah, but. That's why some of them have the last name Smith. Like Will Smith. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> he wouldn't be Will Smith. He'd been like Will Muchakla or something, you know? <laughs> Fucking, uh... They got these great Americanized last names. They benefited from these great, easy-to-pronounce white people names from their masters that used to own them. John, Yeah, John and Bob names. Um, but, yeah, I just... Uh, it's super weird because, like, that, that may get him over... It, I mean, it doesn't even look like it's working in the primaries. But, like, if, if he's getting over it all... It'll be in the primaries. It's not. It's not getting him anywhere. In, yeah, no, that's the in thing with election. the Republicans is you, you can't not be racist a little bit to win the primary, right? But once you're in, you're in. Once you're in, the Republicans are going to vote Republican. Absolutely, you know, like, but you got them. You have to get a certain amount of independence. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And there's only so much you can moonwalk away from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Like being like, yeah, um, but also this is the other contradiction in the whole thing. Like with the so-called anti-woke curriculum, you are almost supposed to pretend that slavery didn't exist at all. But then you're going to be like, but if it did exist, it was to the benefit of black people everywhere. And it's like that's I, I don't know that you can do both of those things. You think that like, OK, this crop of Republicans that are doing this, OK, if their parents are Republicans, mm-hmm. okay, then at some point in their life, there was this this thing that happened where like Tipper Gore tried to take on rock music, right, totally, and rap music, and she was like, "I can end rap music with one sticker." Didn't work out too good. Mm-mm. And what I'm what I'm getting well, at here is that, yeah, yeah, no, but she was working with um, Jimmy Swaggart. And it was basically mm-hmm. it was a coalition of of Republican people that she was working with. They got well, her name right, but in the eighties, and there Tennessee was a, a lot Democrat more. And Tennessee is a hard right Republican now. Right? Yeah, that's true. So it, it, the politics are different. Us, I don't even say that Gore's not even like he's left now. He's far left now. But when he was in office, right. he was never fucking doing anything on the left. Right. But it's also back then you had internet. you know terms that you don't hear anymore. Which if it was, wasn't for me, you wouldn't be able to jerk off t- to the internet. Yeah, I made sure everybody had something to spank too. But he, well, not just he, but like back then there were terms that you used to hear that you don't hear anymore, which is like blue dog. Can well, no, but like conservative Democrat or like liberal Republican or yeah. even moderate Republican. And they, yeah, compassionate Republican. Compassionate they're, Republican. They're fucking rhinos. That's why I love the last two ladies that switched parties to become Republicans to help mm-hmm. end women's rights. Right. They both were like the the thing about Democrats is if it's if they gang up on you if you don't agree with them. Right. And I was like. 
Hmm. Liz Cheney has a story about that, that shit. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Republicans have rhinos. They actually yeah. have a word. Like Democrats don't even have a word for it. They'll just yeah, be there's like no sell out, I guess, or corporate Democrat is kind of that. I mean, there's not, you know, neoliberal, I guess, is kind of the word that people use now to mean like Hillary Clinton and the, the old right, but also, of but also Democrats. that's not even what neoliberalism no. means because it, it's more of the, the those are more like economic policies and, and there's and political and worldview. I mean, it right, is like, but it, it essentially means that like free market mm-hmm. determines morality, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, if it makes money, it means that that's morally right, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, that's that is more, that is a that is a glib overview yeah, of it, but that's, that, that's essentially it. If yeah. Gonna say, but that that markets can bring democracy is, right. is, is what they think. Yeah, in it, is and that it like, has been proven distinctly wrong. Yeah, I mean, it helps. I'll say, like, you know, like there's a reason that China's like doesn't let all of our movies in anymore. They don't let like there's a reason that dictators don't let jazz into you know like that was the right, thing. But I think that's more culture than it is economic because. But that's that's it's why they didn't use to let rock and roll in the Soviet but, Union. But that's part of. That that's part of and kind of where the parts of the idea of neoliberalism came from of like mm-hmm. that's how they show your like you know that's that rap song is telling a person who's fucking eating a potato on a dirt floor like mm-hmm. hey I've got diamonds everywhere holy shit there's so many diamonds and gold jewelry pieces laying around this house over here yeah, in America it's like that scene in, in, America. in American Tale where they're like there's there's no cats in America they sing that song remember yeah. there's no cats in America and the streets yeah. are paved with cheese that's what that reminds that's, that's me big of. Pimpin'. You know, we're all just big pimping, spending G's. Yeah. Ain't no fucking big pimping in this motherfucker. <clears throat> no, there is. It's just not evenly distributed. No. You know, it's like... Uh, big pimping for everybody. That's, that's my, <laughs> my slogan. Platform. That's my platform. <laughs> big pimping. Pimpin'. Evenly distributed. <laughs> are you spending cheese? <laughs> but then, you know, like... Uh, Sir, what you rolling on? <laughs> That's fucking no. But then your your right wing opponents op- rolling on. Your right wing opponents would come back with that's redistributing of the pimpin. Yeah. <laughs> that's that yeah. is that is socialism, sir. Yeah. That is communism. Yeah, pro social pimpin. You, you do not redistribute the pimpin. <laughs> I will redistribute the cheese. Oh, hold on. Um, I can I could definitely see DeSantis coming back because he's such a child that I could see him coming back. Like if you had a ridiculous platform, like yo pimping for everyone, big pimping for everyone, he would come back with something like that's redistribution redistribution of the pimping. Yeah, no, he wouldn't say that. That would be too woke of a thing to say. But that's the they're gonna they're they're boomeranging. Like right now, like you know how many like Republican children who live in a Republican world, like mm-hmm. let's say. Kansas out on a fucking ranch how often does the word if it wasn't for their fucking parents and Fox News mm-hmm. the word transgender wouldn't even be part of their fucking childhood like right. they might see it here and there on TV some but they're not like watching the same shit that like everybody else is but now their parents are like and they're, they're gonna make their kids turn into what they're not and what they hate because kids rebel and the amount of things that you're against as a Republican is you're going to turn your kids into these things. And I honestly think their war on transgender is going to make more people go transgender just to be like, you know what? Fuck these Republicans. But I mean, I, I personally don't. I don't think that's how it works, but I think people but they who may be who, who trans friendly. No, but I think people I that, that. that are trans inside, right. but because they grew up on the ranch in Kansas, they might not express it 
in in a way that, or they might you're not. You're saying have they would be repressed be, because they wouldn't even have known that 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 society that existed, existed until right. their parents hated it and told them that where the bar is, they're going to go fucking protest. Like, right? It's just it's the same thing. It's like rock and roll. It's it's if you hold if you say keep saying woke is bad, your kids are going to be like are going to be woke. And the, the reason they're saying woke is bad is because their kids are woke and won't come to Christmas anymore. Well, I mean, that's why but I think, but it. I think that I think that the point of why they. Are do, first of all, they're, they're pretending that they're protecting their kids from transgenders, which is yeah. weird because uh, I don't think that there is on record anyway, like a case of a single transgender person being prosecuted for pedophilia. Although no. there's tons and tons of well, they uh, they they say the schools are turning them into transgenders. By, also, by again, by, I don't think that's how that but works. But it's by letting some, and that's the thing of like they'll come in like, "What's well, a parental right thing?" You know, if my kid's gonna gonna change sexes in school, you got to tell me. And I'd be like, "That's as much as I am against that because the reason the kid didn't tell you is because you're a dick." Okay, that's why your kid didn't tell you about their own sexuality is because they're fucking afraid of you. Number one, but I'm not right. even gonna go there. I'll say, as a parent, that's kind of your decision. So, parental rights, that's. That one I can see, right? But, but not but letting but my kid use the right bathroom, right? Go fuck yourself. That's where you're getting into my parental rights. That's what I mean. Like where where does one parent's rights end and the other ones begin? But they think know? I'm abusing my child by allowing it, right? But you can you can use that kind of logic for everything. It's like what we were talking about last week. It's like uh, once it's it, it's the whole like why can't you find elephants hiding in trees arguments? You know what I mean? Because they're so good at it. It's like uh, yeah, they're only. Do they exist because you're teaching them about it, or are you teaching them about it because they exist? You know what I mean. And all, but I, I mean, I agree with you. There is the certain chance that by indo- indoctrinating y- young children of Republicans to be antithetical to transgender and gay issues, they are risking that later rebellion back against the parents yeah. into I don't think you become gay or transgender that way but no, like but, but that you become you, friendly to it open to it or, or you you might have you might have chosen not to repress it right whereas before you would have you, kept it inside but now a secret right but also on the other side of it I think the reason that uh they're doing that is a under the guise of protecting these ch- children of republicans but also because really almost like um like some child soldier shit, like trying to indoctrinate them early to like grow well, them into the and, next generation of. That's the problem. That's the hundred percent. The problem is we're trying, like we have this fantasy world we live in, and we're mm-hmm. trying to involve our children in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Listen, when, you well, got to dress for the job you want. But then bro. they go to school, and these motherfuckers are telling them the fucking truth. Fuck that woke shit. And that is the entire story. I mean, there's no getting around that. They're like, basically, I told my kid that these black people are inferior, but then the kindergarten teacher told her that everybody's equal. What the fuck? And that is definitely and, a point and, on some and, of and them. And that's a weird dance because I've never known, as someone who uh, went to public school pretty much their entire childhood, um, I got kicked out of Catholic school in the second grade. So everything after that uh, was public school. And I've never known them to be, you know, like inherently truthful. Nah, and they're racist but, as shit, too. Like, yeah, I'll be the nicest white fucking kindergarten teachers. I'll watch them be totally different to the black kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. Inherently, um, and they think they have to be that way because things are a certain way and shit. And 
at the thing is yeah and, and like also i mean even just in the curriculum you know what i mean like they still teach that like christopher columbus discovered america and that's the most rudimentary yeah. lie like before you even get to school these days yeah. you know that's not true yeah everyone knows native americans were already here when he got here yeah, and, I think and they, they still are like hey i think they they, they, they lean towards that more now you know like things are definitely lean in that way and have right. been for a while and that's why they're so mad about but things. i do but i do agree with you that like in public school these children that wouldn't get that information otherwise are but it's also it's i don't even think this is on um <clears throat> some like positive crusadership on on the, the the side of the public schools necessarily no. i think that what it is and this is what i've always felt the merit not you know obviously i have no children i have no child in this fight <laughs> yeah. um but what i have always felt the merit of public school was was not the quality of the education cuz obviously that's not that great but um it is the only place until you get out into the adult workforce that you are kind of uh, forced to interact with people yes. that are not necessarily uh, from your social sphere. Yeah. Like if you, even if even if it's just two different white kids, like one might be from a hippie household and yeah. one might be from a conservative household, and or anywhere you know yeah. in between that. And so even like these two different types of white kids are being forced to interact, or like from say economic strata, and then also racial shit comes into that, and then you know gay well, trans people is, that just aren't like you. You are interacting is, with them I don't and having to figure out how to how to deal with that as a child which like, is good I, I don't separate the people attacking schools now <laughs> from the people attacking integration you know, I, I agree no, I think this you, is the, that is a, the same with when people were fighting interracial marriage that is that's a very the same people point. that are fighting the, the yep. gay marriage and that's absolutely the thing is, you look back at that and think well like yeah we overcame <laughs> you know like we got past that so we'll get past this too no they just moved the goalposts they moved yeah. the target you know what i mean i mean it's the same as you know that's essentially where the the anti-abortion movement comes from like people think that it's like oh as soon as roe v wade was overturned that the anti-abortion crusade began but that's not true at all it didn't start until like five plus years after and the reason that it did was because they had um the religious right becomes an actual voting block to fight school integration. And then once they lost that battle, they were like, but this is too powerful of a voting block to yeah. let dissipate. So we need to find a new cause. And, uh, no, it tried to be I think gay it was, for I think a it was while. Pat Robertson, maybe, yep. or yep. About, to, uh, about to say Pat Robertson. He was the one who's like, Eureka, it's abortion. That's what we'll rally behind. And that's where the actual modern answer. I'm not saying there weren't, individuals that believed that abortion was murder before that but as like this unified voting block and it being used as a wedge issue doesn't happen till about five years after roe v wade and it was because they had unified behind they had created a really powerful voting block yeah. no there's uh whoever those it's, it's not the 700 club it's another one of those but there was like five of, of those like but 700 club is pat robertson right I don't there were so many of them when we That's were kids. That's what I'm saying. There's like four or five, and I've I've confused them all because I haven't. I used to be really interested. It's There's like the now idea four or five, but I mean, there used to be like remember, these cats were basically like TV evangelists used to be or televangelists. Remember, there was a term yeah. for it, televangelists. Yeah. And they were so prominent in the '80s, like when we were kids. You used to have to like. No, they they won. They would like, interrupt cartoons uh, and shit. Evangelist, you know, evangelistic 
Christian is now like the, the biggest grouping of them now. Like they broke up denominations by bringing everybody together to give them money. Like, and it's always a con man mm-hmm. finds an area and then, and he tries to work it. And they would, they would basically, you know, like live in hotels and go up and down the East coast and the yeah. South, Southeast. And once they got an area that worked, they'd keep working it until they got enough money to buy a fucking TV station, you know? And like yeah. five to seven of them from like the edge of Texas to top of Virginia did. And like when I grew up in Virginia, they were there were oh, at least yeah. two two or three channels that were they had channels. Just for that, you yeah. know, like each yep. dude would have his own channel, and that which when you think about that is weird because there weren't that many channels back then. And then what the moral majority was, Pat Robertson got all of those right. dudes together at some mansion to have some big meeting, and we're like, here's what we're gonna do. And there was like a big this, you know, like first like fucking gay people, like mm-hmm. gay people, popular music. And they basically were right. They were like, pop music is going is, is turning to kids. This is what, you know, like, the kids would much rather listen to a pop star than any of us. Like, we need a pop star or we need to end pop music. But they also wanted to go after gays. Abortion was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But And it came up in one of those meetings. Like, it's transcribed somewhere that, like, be like, you want them having more kids? You know, was basically said, you know, mm. like, wait. Do we want those? Don't we want the people that are having these abortions to not be reproducing? You know? Right. I Do mean, we want more of them? And he kept saying them, but he didn't say what. Like they, they later described it as like non-Christian people, people not Christian enough to have an abortion. You know. So that. Yeah, I mean. I thought they meant black. I mean, I well, I mean, they do and they don't. I mean, they mean the poor's, the, you know, people that yeah others, no, but I, they but they do want. Others to have those babies because they can turn them. That's a workforce. And they were like, so no, well, they, these, this was the, the Christian, you know, like they don't, they didn't have factories. I didn't give a fuck about that, you know, like this, this group, no, like this, no, this they, particular they do because group. that's, that's what a church is, especially a mega church. Yeah. It's a factory. The, their product is money, but they, they, they sell God, which is a completely non tangible product, right? That does nothing for anyone. And then they, in return, get uh fungible tokens <laughs> you know what I mean? like they get actual spendy money uh in return for just selling hope and spirit literal spirit that's some wild shit yeah no souls was the answer in the in that transcript like one of the <laughs> sorry like, judges said souls like, these are souls <laughs> <laughs> like but then like in the book like the common mm-hmm. soul meant you know it doesn't really mean mark to them but that's what it meant it meant like a person they could get money from if they convinced of their truth yeah no that uh that story checks out that dog will hunt adam strange the thing to me is like was it that easy to get a tv station back then because like i I know even if i had a tv station nobody Mm -hmm. would watch it and i'd always be pissed off about how nobody's watching my tv channel but like I want to just buy a TV channel. I want to be, no. be weird out on UHF. Also, it's it's I want to so, break Kramer. So much work. Um, oh, is that where he nah. got? I mean, it was work back then. I mean, they got, we got like digital cameras and phones and shit now. I wouldn't even have to do anything. I could just make it like Facebook. I'd be like, hey, everybody, post your videos, and I'm gonna just, they'll just play in order. Yeah, just content. Yeah, you just, just have a content TV station. CTV. I mean, that's all YouTube is really, anyway. Content you need television. C-U-N-T-V. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, moving on to... Um, Trump's well, new witnesses? No, 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 no. I, we'll, we'll get there, I'm sure. But we spent too much time on that prick. Uh, the congressional hearing on UFOs? Yeah. They, Just look into that at all? Yeah. I, 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 
I don't. It's it's weird. It's a weird thing because like yeah, like X Files weird. No, like the second it's in Congress and they're like, well, it's on record in Congress that aliens and UFOs and their vehicles exist. I'm like, okay, I don't believe it anymore. You you, you did it. You did the one mm-hmm. thing that makes me not believe it anymore. The second it's a guy in Congress that works for the government, he's like, oh yeah, we got UFOs. I'm like, fuck you. You ain't got fucking UFOs. You wouldn't tell me if you did. Did you? I didn't watch the actual hearings, and I wanted to, and I probably could have. I want to say they were on, like, C-SPAN or something like that. If I believe the meme guy I follow, that guy said he was fucking these aliens. And there's been all kinds of Who said cheap clapping aliens? up at Area 51. I don't know. Um, Kevin, the guy that does white people humor memes on um, Instagram. Oh, I don't. I don't think I've, I know that he's, guy. He's pretty funny. But um, oh, he okay. But he, he had a rip he, on grandma's falling in a shower for like six months that he would not stop doing. That was it. Eventually came back to funny. But on um, there, yeah, this one, he just basically all day during the hearings was just like memes about people trying to fuck aliens. I mean, they probably would, but they definitely. All right, so I should have watched the hearings. I wanted to, but I don't know what the fuck I got caught up doing. C-spans. Or... Boring. I don't, I don't, yeah, hard. I don't think it's I have hard. C-SPAN. I think they were on something else, though. Um, I'm sure. You on would YouTube think, right now. You would, you would think that um, Unless they you'd, see, you'd see more about it on CNN. Like, before the hearings, I saw CNN talking about, like, these hearings are going to happen. But since... Well, I mean, okay, it's, it's still, like, no matter what, as UFO shit goes, okay? Mm-hmm. There's one guy, mm-hmm. okay, who never saw anything himself. Mm-hmm. But he interviewed 40 different people who made um, reports. Okay. And they were too similar to ignore. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not evidence. It's, That's hearsay of hearsay. Right. Cool. Great. I've, I've had better hearsay than that. You know, I've, I've seen direct hearsay from. <laughs> I've like a, gotten better hearsay from like you know, like I've seen pilots say they actually saw one right there. Well, I've also seen footage of shit that. Uh, See that I, he, I yeah I mean. But also, none of it really seems to like be c- conclusive. It's funny that I'm just like, look, if there, if you ain't got an alien, go fuck yourself. You know, if you got an alien and he's you got you got one, I'll take a look. But otherwise, <laughs> it doesn't affect my life in any way. Like if Pluto had another moon, it wouldn't change the the fucking time yeah. I got to wake up. It, right yeah, now. it wouldn't. You know, don't get me wrong. Make a planet again. I'll listen. You know? Yeah, no, no, no. Like if. If they're coming down here and they're like, take me to your leader kind of shit, um, that would be interesting. Or if they but, exist. I mean, I, like, I, I, it could destroy religion. That's what all the science fiction things are always. I, that's why they won't tell you aliens are real because it's proof that God isn't real. And it's all How is that proof that God isn't real? Well, it could have, if, if you believe the um, ancient alien people, then, it, you know, God was all, it was just aliens. It wasn't God. Right, but no, okay. You mean, they could have been, so many they leaps, been the angels that was So God many leaps in logic here. Because number one, if there's a God who created, if there's a God and you believe in this omniscient being, then he created the whole fucking universe. And if he populated this planet, why wouldn't he be created life on other planets? So like, it could... They just, didn't, they just left that out of the book though? Yeah, because that ain't for you. Yeah. Well, I know, but still. What do you think? They mention us in Glooplop's book? Well, what, what if, yeah, but what if Glooplop came, actually, yeah, and like their history book is like, here's that time we made those little dirt monkeys, you know? Maybe so. Maybe yeah. so. I would be flattered if they mentioned me in, in Glooplop's no, book. Yeah. Like, but like. Fountain Mouth Jerk is sick, bro. <laughs> dude. I'm streaming it right now. And then, in the 2020s. <laughs> they heard GFE and decided, 
Time to destroy this planet. <laughs> Time to nuke them, people. Time to go. Gloop Glob, get, get in the vehicle. Get in the saucer, Gloop Glob. We've got to nuke these guys. Yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's funny that, like, I, it just didn't matter. I, I kept hearing it on the news, and I would just be like, yeah, whatever. I just, I would love them to be like, you know, hey, look, here's Area 51. <laughs> Those guys been doing some crazy shit over there. Yeah. You know? Like, it could be to fuck with the Russians, 100%. Like, it could be like, oh, yeah, we got that alien We've tech. got that alien You want to go to war and see what we got? Yeah, they're like, look, the reason we put out Oppenheimer at this particular time was to remind you motherfuckers yeah. <laughs> that we had that bomb and we could have nuked you before you got yours. But, which, by the way, that movie's really oversold. Now, there, there was some quote when Russia, like, announced the hypersonic missiles. Mm-hmm. When somebody from the Pentagon, and I'm sure like a whole team decided exactly what sentence to say, but it was mm-hmm. like, you know, like, yeah, so when we developed those, we, we we didn't tell the world about a decade ago. Yeah. <laughs> ben had, they're like, oh, they're like oh, basically, you, we got 10 times that shit now. Did you get hypersonic missiles? That's cute. <laughs> Look at your cute no. little hypersonic missiles. Uh, what, what does that mean? Just that they can go past the speed of sound? Like I think so. I think it's too fast to catch. Like if, once it's shot, you, you get where it's going is getting bombed. You know, mm. like there's no air defense system quick enough to, to deal with them. You can't be like pew pew pew. I, uh, pew. I'm sure Israel's iron shield would deal with it. I don't know what that means, but I keep hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, I hear dome, about sorry, that. Iron, the dome. iron Dome. Yeah, I hear about that a lot too. But also, I think it, that's like Oppenheimer. It's like it's it's oversold. I think. I think it's like it's what I call blowfishing. Yeah. Like you're blowfishing, dude. Like you're kind of overselling. So the so the people won't step to you. It's like or, the loudest guy in the party. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, he keeps talk, telling us how tough he is. But that's the whole reason that like. People wouldn't give weapons to Ukraine at first. We're like, we'll just give them helmets. Right? <laughs> they were like, Russia is right there, man. I'm afraid of that shit. But then, like, as the war has progressed and mm-hmm. Russia hasn't won, and then, like, one Russian dude and his friends drove up on the Kremlin almost. Yeah. Like, people were like, wait, I thought Russia Russia doesn't have air defense? Like, they shot down two helicopters and one plane. Like, why weren't they bombed to fucking oblivion by Russia's incredible defense systems? Yeah, there the, was one border that was like, come on through, guys. In the days of Rambo 3, you remember, like, they would have been torn to ribbons by those. Remember those Russian war helicopters in Rambo 3? No. Oh, they were cock diesel, bro. It's the one where... Um, he, does he go to Russia? No, he goes to Afghanistan and, uh, and helps the Mujahideen. Uh, right. Yep, yep. Um, even plays a game of goat polo with, is, with Bin Laden. Uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, it's him helping Bin Laden form the Taliban, form the Taliban, and and defeat uh, the Soviets. Uh. But uh, the main like representation of the villainy in that movie is they have these just diesel ass helicopters that, like, even to this day, by modern standards, yep. those things look scary as fuck compared and, to an American helicopter. Dude, that's a great segue. I just learned this shit about, like, okay, at the end of Vietnam, mm-hmm. I knew that, like, one of the reasons we went to Vietnam is because some company figured out how to make helicopters real cheap. Bell Helicopter, And they yeah. could sell the shit out of them to the government for, like, mm-hmm. huge markups. So they made fucking billions. Yeah. There were all these helicopters. At the end of, you know, like, as the 80s began. And the yeah, that's the why 70s, they were so big in Hollywood. They were fucking everywhere. And, yeah, yeah there, was, there, but there was one guy in Florida who starts just, like, getting them and fixing them up. But one of his things was he made a, he started making these, like, RVs inside the really big helicopters mm-hmm. and then i'm um, like it looked dope like it'd be like a fucking full rv like a little house and like a tiny house but it's a helicopter mm-hmm. and then winnebago saw it was like that's awesome Can we get like 10 of those 
We're just going to put them at like different stores so people, you know, just draw people in. Like Winnicopters? Yeah. And then they made a line of Winnebago helicopters for a while out of those big ass helicopters. And this one dude had like a crane company. He made like, he made it from like farm equipment. He, he just basically put them back together and, and sold them. But he mm-hmm. sold a ton of them to Hollywood. Like Riptide was this guy. If you remember hmm. the show Riptide, they had Bars. that big helicopter. And that was all because yeah, of. Yeah, no, I mean, the helicopters were fucking everywhere in the 80s and yeah. largely bell helicopters which is what they call Hueys which yeah. is like the classic Vietnam helicopter but like I mean when you think about any 80s TV show like Riptide Magnum the A-Team fucking Blue Airwolf Thunder. Blue Thunder I mean even the movies fucking Die Hard like every movie every TV show had at least one helicopter but apparently there were all these crashes started happening like through the 80s it's inevitable because people cocaine and helicopters were were brought us to people who didn't know how to buy them and then they basically like the government just shut the shit down right away because like all these companies all of a sudden were like we should make helicopters hey it's like a flying car and like it was about to start taking off and they're like no 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 and apparently that's happening right now where there's a ton of startups that are making these like somebody saw a drone was like what if we made it really big and then put a chair in it and they're like, people. Dude. And there's like 20 companies right now doing that. It is that is very Futurama. Quadcopter. You know what I mean? You just, he, yeah, a person in a quadcopter. How irresponsible could you possibly get? Just let any dickhead run around in a, yeah, in no. a, a little flying vehicle. It could you only might as well happen. Give them jetpacks. And it could it could never happen. Yeah, like with supercomputers and entire entirely self-driven. You could only say, "Here, I'm going here and push a button." And then sit the fuck yeah, down like and deliver, not touch those Deliver controls. a human like an Amazon package. Yep. You know what I mean? Like uh, via quadcopter. It'd be funny if it, like the chair had a rope on it like or a cable. So like it didn't even land. It just like... <laughs> you, you, drive, you had to unbuckle your seatbelt and the chair shot back up. That so, would be kind of funny. I think a funny. super Uber. Fucking... Uh, no, but, uh, I don't remember how we got to there, but fucking... Uh, but one Helicopters. of the... Yeah, 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 no, I well, we we got no, I re- I remember the path of that, but just that how we got from aliens to there. But uh, I will say, just getting back to the alien thing, is that one of the dudes that testifies supposedly is is a former Air Force intelligence yeah. officer. So I don't know if that's the guy you were talking about who interviewed all the people, but it probably it's really only one dude that this whole thing was about, and he was like, I'm pretty sure he was like, he was an intelligence officer, and his he was to gather all the information about the stuff. But once he started hearing it, they were so similar that, and then he believed these guys that said they recovered bodies from crabs. That's what I was going to say. And they used the term biologics. Yeah. You're like, you're really going around your ass to get to your dick right now. Yeah. Biologics. You could just say bodies. Or, it could, I mean, it could, I guess they're not bodies, it right? They're like, a puddle of jizz. Right. I don't know what these things, that's, they that's could have been a jellyfish I, I, in, I a, guess I'm being, in a space bowl. I guess I'm being reductive. But, um, but yeah, so they 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 retrieved biologics yep. from some of the crafts. But also, you're right. Like even someone if you, claims to. But the thing is, is like each of those claims, you the, as a deep intelligence officer, I hope he had like chain of command. These are all soldiers, you know. So they all weren't just choosing to do this thing. Like they were told to go do the thing, and then to bringing it back to a place. Mm-hmm. Like, did he follow up on that? Was that redacted heavily? Was you know, like you'd that, have to imagine it was. If these things were all government operations, then there's there's a trail, right? Or there's lack of trail, which is a trail. Oh, it's the elephants hiding in trees thing again. Yeah, kind of. But I mean, like you know, there's certain things a company does that a legal company doesn't do, or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. like if they can find a, a a trail of whatever black money, dark money, dark money. It's like dark matter. Um, 
Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Like, if there is processes that are legal and therefore have to be documented along the way, like for a chain of custody kind of thing, and then the chain of custody goes dark somewhere, I, I, I would agree with you that that and, would kind of... And during that guy's tenure in his service, mm-hmm. when he was retrieving the biologics, he had a commanding officer. What was the interview with him? Right. Was it similar? And his commanding officer, you know, did they deny said biologics? Like You get briefed, then you get debriefed. It was just like one guy talking. It just was my issue. Like, if it had been two or three dudes saying the same shit, it, well, I mean, it had more punch I mean, to from it. From what I saw, there was three Army vets, or three military vets, one of whom was an Air Force intelligence officer. They did not say what the other two were. I think they might have been pilots. A couple dudes not. that were there were, were talking about their experience. Seeing, Personal experience. Yeah, like seeing things flying crazy. So wait, did you also just read articles or did you watch some of the hearings? Just the articles. Okay. Yeah, I only read it for the articles myself. Um, s- switching lanes again. Um, pretty funny that that judge threw out, uh, well, suspended Hunter, Hunter Biden's deal. Uh, I was about to say Hunter Thompson, but that's a different guy. Um, R.I.P. Oh, also, rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. That's, that's a bummer. crazy. You see was Morrissey it? giving out that heat to the, to the media? No, what was he saying? Uh, apparently, after three or four days of seeing all these like headlines about incredible genius and wonderful icon and epic, he was like, fuck all of you. You shit on her her whole fucking life. Fuck every one of your newspapers. Yeah. These writers in particular, by fucking name. Here, wow. you, you know you shit on her, but this time, da, 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 fuck you. Just like, we brought the smoke. And he was like, you know, if any of you would have even pretended to support her as an artist in the last five or ten years, maybe mm-hmm. she'd be alive right now. Damn. So this is your fault. Don't come out here and call her epic and legendary. There know. has been a lot of support in her death, which is totally par for the course. You know, like, it's not just in media, but, like, people you know. You know what I mean? Who just always, like, all of a sudden, certain celebrity dies, and they're like, oh, this huge influence on my life. You're like, dude, I've known you a long time. I've never heard you listen to that artist. You know what I mean? I don't know shit about Sinead O'Connor. To me, she's... A uh, little bit, but... She's, she has, she, she's a cover artist who had a cover song. I mean, that's, that's her it, biggest that's, that's thing. That's what she's but... known for. No, that's it. There, there aren't any other songs she's known for. You, you're not going to well, name another one. No, no, like, I she, could. she was famous before that one. But she's made a, a lot of music. Yeah, I, I, I've heard. But, yeah. No. But also, this is the thing. Um, I, I just don't know it. And it's just, I've, I've read more about her than I have listened to her music. You know what I mean? Uh, just because, and there's a lot of artists like this. Like, I am not in any way claiming that she has been influential all my life, other than yeah. that one song is really good. And, like, I get drunk and listen to it a lot. But, um, uh, but I've, I've read a fair amount about her. And, like I said, there's plenty of artists where I'm like, I find them more interesting as a cultural figure than I want to listen to their music you know what I mean? Uh, ripping up the picture um, of the pope right that's and that's you know. first of all that to me is more important than nothing compares to you or oh, anything yeah, else that's her biggest it's amazing thing she did like she should and, have done more but was blackballed and blacklisted right but that's a part that of, of that but that's a part of the whole thing with her is that one of the quotes that i have read from her um and i i i I'm not sure when she said it because I only read it in in recent years, but uh, it was, and I'm going to paraphrase here because I can't quote it, you know what I mean? But um, it was along the lines of her saying, people told me that I ruined my career with that. And her her whole thing was like, you have no idea what I wanted my career to be. Like, no, what I ruined 
was a bunch of like A&Rs and record executives ability to make money off me. I may have ruined some uh, house purchases in Malibu, but that's never what I was trying to do in the first place. I'm doing what I set out to do. You know what I mean? Because like she continued to make music and I believe made a fairly decent living off it. Like I don't, I don't think she was ever like, Working at you know the Dublin McDonald's. Or I anything. have no idea. See, um, that's the thing is, I just don't. I don't know. I know before that song, I had read about. I read an article about her in Thrasher magazine, hmm. and there was a picture of her with hair, and then a picture of her without hair. Huh. And it was about how like some label was wanting her to like. She was in some band, and the label wanted to like put her in the front sexify and make her, like, her sexify, and she yeah. was like, "How about this? Hold on," and then showed up like bald. And that that was like what the article was about. But this is like Thrasher when I was in like early middle school, probably. Which a is a stunning look for the eighties. Like a shaved head woman was a stunning yeah. look. Yeah. But I will tell you, she was, and I don't think she'd like me saying this, but she was a very beautiful bald woman. Yeah. Like, it, and don't get me wrong, I was a kid when I. What year did she come out? Like eighty eight, eighty nine. I'm, I'm going like to say when the Nothing Compares video. Like they were, you know, her face it. was greatly. That was most of the video. Right. It was like her face, her eyes looking directly at the camera. Close Absolutely. Up, like, very close, black you know. and white. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I just remember being a kid who's not used to seeing a bald-headed woman. Yep. You know what I mean? Especially just like purposely shaved head or whatever. But, you know, I was probably 13 or 14. But even then, I was like, she's, yeah, she's still very pretty. It's, I was like, this is a stunning look. But, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. But she's very pretty. <laughs> you know, I'm curious, and I'm sure there'll be documentaries soon about like what she did before Sinead O'Connor. You know, like before she was a solo Famous, artist right. doing Prince songs. Because you don't even the idea of that, like what she is in my mind. Mm-hmm. Besides, the only reason that most people and I even knew her before, besides one article, was mm-hmm. a Prince song. But like right. covering a pop song is not what I would think. She, you know, what I'm saying. Right, but it okay. But here's the thing: it's like somebody from the Clash got out the Clash and was it, like, "I'm gonna cover a Michael Jackson song." Now. But right, but it's it's not it's not so much a cover as it's a song that Prince wrote. And no, his, on one of his albums. No, his ver his his version is is pretty much unreleased until pretty sure. Pretty sure. I I have not. I thought it was. I, I, I could be mistaken, but I'm I'm pretty sure that he it was one of. The, it's like I can almost see the two and the U in my mind. Yeah, that's her. That's how they did it with hers. Like, they did it in, you know, that, like, late 80s, early 90s hip-hop style. Because, um, like, I knew it. When she when it came out, like, I, I knew it. Really? I are you sure about that? Or are you having a, a Berenstain Bears, like, Mandela effect situation? Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, maybe it was. Because this is, you know how, like, Prince, you know, he wrote all the music for, like, Sheila E. and Apollonia okay, 6. Yeah. No, and, yeah. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Yep. The, his, his, he did have a recorded version. Three years later. Right. Yeah. But and he apparently did not like her version very much, which is weird because it's not that dissimilar to his. And it's not her song, as far as I'm concerned. It's my song. And like well, no, that. both of them call it their own song. Yeah. And um, and I, I think they both have valid points. Okay, that's good. See, in my mind, for some reason, I thought it was it. His came out first. That's mm-hmm. different. If, if it was just you know like Manic Monday, right? You know, he wrote it. Yeah, sure. Oh, that's right. I forgot he wrote that. I found that out on this show. I think you're the one that told me that. No, it was apparently because of you know the label. He he. That's just what he did. He yeah. wanted to go in the fucking studio and play with the fucking instruments. You know? Yeah. But he couldn't just. The label was like, "You're putting out too much." Yeah. 
You know? No, he invented the, the way the music is is released in modern times. The internet. Yeah. He invented that style. Yeah. No, he and they they couldn't keep up with yeah. it. But that's why he invented. That's what I was saying earlier. That's why he um, put on Sheila E. Apollonia Six, um, Morris Day in the Time, a uh, bunch of acts, and he wrote all the music. And then casted all the roles. Like Morris Day was a drummer. He wasn't supposed to be the front no, but, man. They but, just they they needed a front man for the group. And they, he was like, Morris, you have the most charisma. Get up here and do this. And that's how he ends up being cast as the villain in Purple Rain. Yeah, you know, which is kind of dope. I love Morris Day. Yo, pop. I'm telling you, it can turn you democratic. Um, yeah. No, I mean, it could. It has effects. Yeah, that's a um, big thing. Like. Black people in the media, like, it's such mm-hmm. a weird thing of, like, we don't think about Motown, but, like, right. we don't talk about, we don't, whatever, we don't talk about Motown much. But, like, you know, Barry Gordy was, mm-hmm. and it was for money. He was making a factory to make hits to make money. Right. You know, like, he wasn't fucking around. He was doing the same shit the Swedes do right now, where he's like, intro, no, 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 no. Song starts, bass line, fucking sing. Right. You know, the hook. Right. You know, this is us, we're, we're making money here. The hook brings but you back. his whole thing of, like, look, man, like, we're going to dress to the fucking nines in public. Mm-hmm. Like, we are going to come out there like we own this fucking place. Yeah. Even if they're like the guys, they're, they're the racist stage managers, mean a dick, no, fuck that. We own this place. Right. You know, don't even listen to them. Don't let them bring you down. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, he would have like, Motown would have its security of like, we're just going to keep our artists away from these angry white people that are working right. at the, the venue. And they yeah. would just like kind of in, insulate that. Mm-hmm. But like that, and Nixon did this thing called like jazz diplomacy where he would like, because Nixon loved Louis Armstrong. But, really? like, he heard that, like... That, seems odd. That the Russians hated jazz. Mm-hmm. And they, the idea of their people listening to black music mm-hmm. was, like, they were more racist than we were. And he was like... I don't know about that, but they were pretty racist. Yeah. But he was like, Let, let's let's um, let's send jazz Racism out there. Racism is a spectrum. But basically took government money and just anybody that wanted to go. He's like, you want to go to Hungary? Okay, let's go. You want to go to Poland? All right. And, like, the, the, the outside... As in jazz it. musicians? Yeah. So it was, like, government-subsidized jazz yeah. tours? Yeah. It was called Jazz Diplomacy, and they all did it. Like, it's a big one. Um, Dave Brubeck is one of these guys that, when he was in Turkey doing that, mm-hmm. he heard these weird rhythms and then brought that shit back. So, like, a lot of them brought all this strange ethnic music back, and then, like... Wow. Into the 60s, jazz took this really weird, like, bebop started being more experimental, and then led to modal jazz and all these other things. But because... Nixon to fuck with the Soviets, you know, it was like, I'm going to send our black people to right next to your house. And they're like, oh, no. And the people were like, nice. So weird. I like this stuff. So weird. But that's, you know, like they radio Europe, radio for Europe, like the idea that they were just pumping fucking rock music. Like into he's fucking doing that at the same East time Germany. that he's doing everything that he can to sabotage and destroy the black, black culture in America. Yeah. Not just the Black Panthers, but like. Drug laws are getting passed. Like he started the war on yeah. drugs, uh, essentially. Well, to, hippies to had stop. a big part of that, too. right? No, hip, I mean, hippies and 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 the Black Civil Rights Movement. Yeah, that's what he considered the, the two biggest threats to him. Right. I mean, yeah. But um, well, they thought that the left was too, and the same thing now. Like they think the left is too soft, and that like even now, like they'll be like, "Well, they're cool with gay people. If they let gay people in the military, well, a straight military is just going to beat their ass." And that is a that is, that is what they actually think of thought, that. Like, yeah. if America doesn't look masculine on the world stage, and the thing is, like, we got we still got the big ass guns. Like, you know, we can be liberal and still and they're, kill they're, everybody. They all are just enormous phalluses. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. No. There's a reason the spaceship has to be shaped like that. Yeah. No, I don't. I 
what, what I did, uh, Harlequin, that new Harlequin cartoon. Mm-hmm. This guy's like, hey, you want to come to my, you want to come up to the, my moon base with me? So, like, with Lex Luthor and Poison Ivy. She's like, mm-hmm. not if the rocket's shaped like a giant phallus. He's like, there's a scientific reason rockets are shaped that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I just watched, remember we, we, we talked about on this show, um, tree jizz. Yeah. Okay, yeah. how male trees planted yeah. all around the parks. Not that long ago. I didn't make it up. I heard it on NPR on my way to the podcast one day. Well, I think you may have been Made the up the using tr- the term tree jizz. But, but, but you know what? The Harlequin it, show, mm-hmm. the, the, how long it takes to make animation, because we did that about two months ago. Yeah. Their new season just came out, and one episode is all about ch- taking the male trees out of Gotham. And this is like... Because the the male trees make the, the tree smell jizz, of the tree jizz? and um Bruce or Wayne Tech sells antihistamines, huh? And, and Wayne Tech was the one like Bruce Wayne's grandfather planted these trees, knowing that they could sell antihistamines to all these people they gave allergies to. Wow! But that's like but but basically someone Wait, who else figures that out. One of the villains. Um yeah well in this show is Harlequin and Poison Ivy are a couple. Oh. Um, Good for them. Uh, if you've not seen Harlequin, the, the, the cartoon, it's fucking awesome. It's it's hilarious. Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's for adults. It I don't is, know why you're pronouncing it's it like that. Vulgar, hilarious humor, and it basically Jim Gordon's a Wait, drunk. It's on Adult Swim. Yeah, no, no HBO. It, it was oh. it was on the DC Universe Network, mm. but then it when HBO bought it all, they got that. But it's on HBO Max Fuck or whatever. Me, Max. me too. But Jim Gordon's a drunk. Like there's a whole scene where he's like he's staying in Batgirl's college dorm. And he's like because his wife kicks him out of the house for being himself. But wow. like. Like, what does it mean I can't have shower beers? <laughs> it's, like, it's just a sh- dumb piece of shit drunk. Batman wow. is, is an ass. Like, But everybody, it's, it's all is. the villains. It's basically like if the Legion of Doom was like a place you worked. You oh. Know? It's, it's pretty funny. It's, 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 it's hilarious. But whatever. They did a Tree Jizz episode. They stole my jokes. They put them on TV. My jokes were good enough for TV. Well, do you not remember that this, this show used to have a long history of like whenever we would make a joke about... Yeah, a Daily week or two or later, Colbert. like Daily Show, Colbert, fucking Bill Maher, like whatever topical yep. news thing, they would come behind us and make the same jokes. But I mean, it's not that big of a stretch. It's not like we're no. crazy geniuses. That It's just that we're all talking about whatever's in the news, so you'll get there eventually. But it always did feel good when we got there first. I mean, it's like, wait a second. Male trees? Son of a bitch. But also, I like that they tied it together with fucking Thomas Wayne being a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Because I finally saw somebody, it wasn't even on a news program, it was like a like a Reels or a TikTok or some shit with, because um, I got a homie who's heard me make that rant about like, you know, because I grew up loving Batman, but many years ago, I, I plugged together the like, the factoids of like, oh wait, he's a billionaire. And all his enemies are mentally ill. Like, he's a billionaire who uses his billionaire technology to beat up sh- street goons and, like, the, yeah. the underprivileged and the mentally ill. You know what? I just recently learned this shit. Is the, the he's reason, a Republican. The reason that the, um, all the villains are crazy, okay, mm-hmm. in, in Batman in mm-hmm. particular, is, um, and Superman as well has a lot of weird ones too, but. Not as much as Batman. The comic code. Right. Okay, they had invented them. Okay, mm-hmm. and then it's like post-war sometime. Like the comic code happened, mm-hmm. and it was mostly against the horror and crime comics. Mm-hmm. Batman was a detective comics. That was a crime comic. Okay? Right. Most of it wasn't, you know, costumed. That was just one story in it. But they they right. they had started a new Batman comic right before the comic code, so his his the criminals couldn't be believable. 
they couldn't be real life criminals because of the comic code. Hmm. They had to be over the top outlandish things that wouldn't happen because to the person reading. That kind of and it violence ex- was offensive if it could happen to real people. Yeah, like the Joker having like, you know, a big punching glove and being dressed the way he is mm-hmm. isn't something a child would aspire to, I guess. But if they just saw a regular guy dressed normal with a hat on, he'd be like, Hey, I have a hat, you know, like I, right. I could be that guy. But something to do with that. It was children's psychology and it was somewhere like in the seventies, somebody was like Fuck that. And because of the TV show happened after that, when the TV show happened and got like super, because it was so Campy goofy and, and it silly, was, they, yeah. were, they were taking the goofiness and upping it. Like right. the readers started hating that. And as the readers aged into the seventies, they mm. were just like, knock this shit off. And then when the second somebody had like a mean Batman, mm-hmm. and I want to say it was like Pat o- O'Neill, Danny O'Neill or somebody did like a different Batman that wasn't the goofy campy one. Mm-hmm. Everybody started reading that book and then all the other books changed. And they like, yeah, and then Frank Miller does Dark Knight and everything yeah. goes back to, because Bar- Batman starts as a pretty dark fucking but, comic. You know, be a, here's a sick Batman villain they never did, okay? Hunter Biden. Yeah. A- another city. There's an, like, okay, it's Chicago to New York, whatever. Mm-hmm. An- another Gotham. Mm-hmm. So you, you just make up a new city, whatever. Mm-hmm. And in that city, there is a billionaire, who, and his, his parents got killed when he was young. But instead of being a criminal, mm-hmm. he just went ahead and did a bunch of charity work, and his city is nicer now, and there aren't any criminals. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like if Batman wasn't insane. But then... But it turns out he's actually been killing all the criminals, and he is a bad guy. But you make it like uh. – it starts off where he seems like – and even Wayne's like – Batman's like questioning himself. Like, oh, this guy did the other path. Maybe I should stop being Batman and be a be that guy instead because it worked in, th- in that city. Mm-hmm. But then that guy's like, ha-ha, I got him. <laughs> Sorry, Batman. It was all a ruse. I've been killing the criminals. That's – Wait, so that's the story that got written? Or no, I just idea? wrote that. I just made you that You had up. that idea. This moment, sitting here at this table. Oh, that you just spitballed that. Yeah. Damn. That's, wouldn't that be a good villain, though? That would be fucking fantastic. You know, his, name, his last name would be Payne. P-A-Y-N-E. So he's like, mm-hmm. you know. Adam Payne? <laughs> Adam Strange spitballs the classics. Not uh, Also, I don't think that uh, my idea was that bad either, that uh, Hunter Biden... Uh, is is a comic book supervillain, yeah. especially for Batman. But he can't remember. It's it only on, only when he's blacked out on a drug binge, like he's told he has to a certain amount of liquor and coke, and he forgets what's happening, and he stays awake for four days and right. goes on and, a crime spree. But see, that completely fits with the Batman villain thing because he's he's mentally ill. Yeah, no, a, that's the thing. Addiction that's, is a sickness. It, it's a two face. Already, oh. you know? well, he doesn't even know. Jekyll and Hyde but he, is already like, there. Oh too, my god! Like, wait, is there already one name? Batman's like, I've interviewed him, and he—it's not him. Yeah. I can tell by the interview he's telling the truth. Yeah. I use the bat bat lie detector. <laughs> the the bat detector, fucking uh, no. But I, I also yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> the bat detector is detecting cocaine. <laughs> wait a minute, I breathalyzed him for crack. <laughs> also, I saw these pictures. Online that apparently are selfies. <laughs> He's definitely. I mean, I saw this poster that Marjorie Taylor Greene made. <laughs> the whole episode of Harley Queen, Queen about um Harley Quinn about Nightwing's butt. Really? Yeah. Well, it's about who's hottest and the hotties, the hot list in Gotham. Mm-hmm. But Nightwing's butt is a big is a big part of it. So yeah, this is totally an adult cartoon. Yeah, right? it's, it's yeah, it's a it's yeah, it's a hundred percent. It should be on Adult Swim, but it's DC. See, DC, it's weird. Before Max, mm-hmm. this was working, okay? DC Universe had mm-hmm. a streaming service. Mm-hmm. It was five bucks a month, okay? It had The Titans, which is now on Max, Doom Patrol, every DC cartoon movie, 
And then like anything DC had made, any TV show, they would eventually work their way to it. Mm-hmm. And then it had every comic book. So if you had an iPad, you could just watch, you could read any, every DC comic. Oh, wow. And it was five bucks a month. Right. That's that's good for what you get there. Yeah, and that's a, but then and that's the thing is if they could have left streaming that way instead of conglomming it, you mm-hmm. know, like I don't want fifteen bucks for HBO Max. I'm not watching Discovery Channel. I'm not going anywhere near the renovation shows. Also, there's so much to sort through now. now I, can't I can't even, even fucking even tell what's yeah. what. And it's a buggy, slow ass system. That's not even good. And the thing is, and it ruined the fucking HBO brand. They they could have got fifteen out of me with three things happily, mm-hmm. and I would have never bitched. I would have just paid those things and watched those things. HBO. I just want to watch HBO originals and the movies that they have on yeah. that channel. And if they had that for ten bucks, I would have been yes. cool with that. But they had to make it huge with all the shit I don't want for fifteen. Yep. And absolutely. And that's the thing is, it's the same amount of money. I would pay the ten and the five and not even complain. I also don't understand, and I've said this before, but I don't understand how they even got there with the, like HBO was by a wide margin, critics' choice, people's choice, like the awards it won, like. Yeah. It was, by a wide margin, the best thing on television. And somehow managed to get bought and sold and bought and sold and bought and sold until they watered it into this thing where they even just... You know, Max is now just called Max. It's not even HBO Max anymore. It's just... HBO is just one more thing that's featured on there. And the thing is, it's only because HBO was for sale. Right, that's what I'm saying. But, like, why? wasn't for sale. I think whoever last owned it was fucking just done probably, no but i mean you know? when it originally gets sold because it's a time warner property for most of our adult what lives pretty sure no i thought it I, it probably was i know aol you know that was a big one when mm. aol did the thing where they bought like and that's that's the, the worst part about this shit is no, none of these companies are like we were successful so we bought some other companies no 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 they were like People thought we were going to be the next big thing, so they gave us all their money. Right. With that money, we bought this, and that was Mark Cuban had something to do with, like, AOL had somehow bought, like, Warner Brothers. He got DC. Like, he basically made a conglomerate of all those things. Okay. And they became one of the things. And then eventually, it got away from AOL. They got that name out. But AOL was the owner of, like, you know, a couple TV stations and all these cable channels. Mm-hmm. Or a couple, you know, whatever. It had one of the big ones. ABC is probably in there. I don't know what, whatever fucking one it is. ABC is with Disney now, but. NBC was also bounced around like that. But then the new one, it's because they were for sale. Discovery Channel, the interest rates were at zero, so people were just getting money for free. Mm-hmm. So basically they borrowed at, AT&T actually borrowed an ass load of money, mm-hmm. bought HBO. Then all of a sudden, interest rates went up. So all that money they had, they were like, oh, fuck, we can't keep these debts. we got to get Are they money. who ruined it, or was Discovery Channel who ruined it? And then Discovery, well, AT&T began the ruining. Right. But then they sold it to Discovery for way less than they bought like, it. Like, here, clean up but, this mess. But way more than it's worth now. So Discovery was like, well, chop, 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 And started canceling everything and killing shows and taking shows off the air so they could claim tax return, you know, right off on them. Jesus, that sucks. Um, and uh, far be it from me, you know how I hate doing, make, making this a TV review podcast, but have you watched They Clone Tyrone yet? I've been I've been thinking about it, but I haven't. Is it good? I highly I like recommend it. Totally it. it is a tremendous fucking movie, and I watched the entire movie uh, without even realizing that the person I was looking at the entire movie was John Boyega. Yeah, yeah. That's how good he is in this movie. Yeah. I, I was like, holy, holy shit! Somebody had to actually, because uh, I had seen his name in the credits and just didn't think much of it, because mm-hmm. um, there's kind of a bit of an all star cast in it, but. Um, but yeah, somebody was like, man, John Boyega was tremendous in that movie. And I was like, who, wait, I did see his name. Who the fuck did he play? He was like, um, 
the main character who's on the screen like 90% of the time. <laughs> like, holy like, shit. Tyrone? Yeah. Um, no, or Jamie Foxx, is he Tyrone? I'm I'm not going to okay, don't say anymore because it's I just it's catch just, what's going on from the clips I've seen but. front front to back. It's a tremendous movie, and yeah, you, you'll get the gist of the plot from the commercial, but it it doesn't even begin to tip the iceberg. Yeah. Um, That's a, it's like man, pay the fucking writers and the actors, right? You know, yeah, bring them back. Dude. Like the whole idea that like all those motherfuckers in the middle, and I've been saying this for a long time, like. The, the technology is democratized now. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need shit to make a TV show, like, what compared to what you used to need. No, that's true. But they still charge the same and then keep the money and don't pay the fucking people that are making it. Like, yeah. I don't know why these motherfuckers don't just make their own shit. Well, Fuck you know, your networks. We'll stop making your shit. Was the studio A24? You know that one? Yeah. Which is much smaller than Disney or... I don't know if it's an indie, but I know it's a much smaller yeah. operation. Apparently... They agreed to all of SAG-AFTRA's requirements, so they are the only one allowed to use the actors and writers from SAG-AFTRA. So, just goes to show you that if A24 can afford to do that, then... No, it was um, 2%. If the top 10, okay, the top six companies right now that Mm -hmm. make media... If this is just 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 those six, Mm -hmm. just their six CEOs Mm -hmm. took a 2% pay cut right two percent it could you know of their millions they get it like 10 mm-hmm. million you know so it's not even money that they're ever going to care about or see Spend then, then it would be yeah. fine everybody could all the Go all, back all the standards would be met every everything would be met but yeah two percent yeah pretty crazy that that's that's just fuck it's nothing it's basically nothing and there's dudes in the middle that like their dads were are bankers so they have a job at the studio there's tons right. of people that they could fire in the middle and they're called middlemen they don't they don't need them anymore we have technology yeah well, it's also, they're shooting themselves in the foot over not unassing the little bit of money that it would take to pay these people. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, there's only so much reality TV you're going to be able to put out there. You know what I mean? Like, no late night TV, no original content, no movies, no, yeah. like... No, well, what, they'll, what they normally would do is be like, okay, we're making an agreement. Everybody's going to get this big pay bump. But to afford that, okay, new people coming in are going to get a little bit less in the beginning. Okay, mm. just for a minute, just for a minute, and then we'll, we're going to work it back out. They do this with nurses often. And mm. they're like, okay, and everybody's like, you agree? You agree? Everybody gets the raise? Okay, great, great. We're great. Okay, now you're all fucking fired. We're hiring new people. We're going to pay them less. Oh. Or well, they don't do that like that. They're like, can't really do that in Hollywood, it. though. Yeah, no, you, but you, you do it slowly. You're just like, oh, yeah, that next project, we're not really interested in that one. You're like, we remember how you made us pay people more six years ago. Fuck you. You don't get to work again. And they actually say in that right now, force majeure, like, all contracts could be voided in about, like, a week or two there's like all this this rolling thing where like there's something in the contracts where like they can't pick and choose so like sean ryan i don't know who that is he's somebody that makes tv shows okay or one of the dudes that makes made glee and then he now he's making tv shows for netflix patrick murphy they can't maybe sean murphy Uh, whatever sean or no something doesn't really matter that guy shonda rhimes is one of them too they can't if she's got like five projects with netflix they can't just like cancel one of them right because of that writer, they you know they they have to cancel everybody's everything. If mm-hmm. they make cancel, and that's that's the next thing they're going to talk Sounds about foolish. is the force majeure. What does that mean? I don't know. What, it's French for it, major force. He's a bad guy from the Venture Brothers. I know that. Yeah, that's, no, that's that sounds like that, that sounds like what that is for sure. Yeah. All right, we wrapping on force majeure. See, si. or we, we, ha ha, ha ha, soccer. Uh, oh, on behalf of French Goofy, 
a.k.a. Adam Strange, a.k.a. Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. I am your host, uh, the Foul Mouth Jerk, Falio Iglesias, Punani DeFranco, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Archduke, Depeche Mode, Von Balloons, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. You have been rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario, because two wrongs don't make a right, but three wrongs definitely make a worst. Thank <laughs> you.